catching some Holy Spirit fire in the Article 7 podcast. There you are. <laughs> Actually, you're probably wondering, hey, where have you been? Uh, or, hey, you could be wondering, who are you? Well, if you're wondering that, I'm Andy Jago. I'm the pastor at Bethany Lutheran Church, located at 2501 Beacon Hill Road, www.bethany-lcms.org. O-R-G. This is the Article 7 podcast and episode 3 of Holy Spirit Power. It's been some time where <laughs> we left off with episode 2. And if you listen to that episode, we were right it was we we're going right into an important congregational meeting. Uh, the decision we had before us at Bethany Lutheran was whether or not to sign a covenant that would take us into phase 2 of this congregational renewal process. So I think I have a little audio of that. Here. Um, oh. Well, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't that bad. In fact, there really wasn't, uh, we had a prayer, a song, and a little more praying. And when we went into the vote, it just came out overwhelmingly uh, that, yes, we are going into phase two. And what that means is that we are going to be implementing an action plan that came out of phase one of congregational renewal. So we're gonna, I'm going to explore that in some future episodes of this podcast. And as we do Holy Spirit Power, I'm going to be reading through some of the covenant and talking a little bit about what that means for Bethany and our future. For this episode, we're going to be presenting uh, the rest of this episode now. You're not going to hear me except in the sermon, and uh, that's going to be, again, third part of the sermon series, which happened to have been delivered on Confirmation Sunday. I'm going to take you back to that day when some uh, children reaffirmed, yes, this is the faith that I believe in. They did so by um, presenting a little bit about their faith. I'm gonna, I talk about all their presentations in uh, the message for the day. And uh, so the the children and the choir uh, that you will hear, the, the choir anthems that were done. Uh, so the, the audio quality is going to vary based on where they were close to the microphone. Uh, but Confirmation Sunday is a very special day at our church of Bethany Lutheran. And I hope that comes through as we as we go into our third episode of Holy Spirit Power. Uh, may the Lord bless the, the hearing of his word as uh, you hear some of our worship on this Confirmation Sunday. Christ is risen. Something a little bit different this year. I'm putting my charge to the confirmads, not as pastor's last word, but as the first word, right before we confess our sins in our worship today. And that is because I'd like to draw out from our gospel lesson where Jesus says, Already you are clean because of the word spoken to you. 
Already you are clean because of the word spoken to you. In the name of Jesus, dear Christian friends and confirmation class, uh, after a two-year process, and really longer than that when you think about how you've been living and growing and so forth, and some of that time here at Bethany Lutheran Church, living and growing according to God's grace, abiding by his word, a couple years here after this confirmation process that you have been through is now about to be complete, I just have these words for you. I forgive you. (laughs) That comes from our lesson for today, I forgive you. Now that's not because you did anything exceptionally wrong, at least no more so than other confirmation classes before you. It was uh, certainly a time of ups and downs. And by that I mean there were times where, and I think you felt it too, with some of the first-year students, there was some real engagement and discussion and back and forth. But then I have to admit there were some Wednesdays where it was like, oh, <laughs> and I felt like I was beating you with knowledge into your heads uh, as we were going through class. That wasn't too often. Uh, But the engagement, the the non-engagement, there were some challenges to get through this year with that. There were also some other personal challenges that were there as well. This year, half of you lost a grandparent while you were in confirmation club. And that wasn't an easy thing to go through. And some of you have, have had other struggles as well as we have been going through these two years. I think what happened as a result of some of those challenges, though, is that as a group, we started to come together. And I think that through the course, it took two years, but I think just in the past few months especially, there have been some things that have come alive, little things that you've been able to grasp onto as your faith became less of an abstract concept and more of a, oh, this is something that is real something that I have now for the rest of my life. If you look at the presentations that that we have for today, dear congregation, you will see that this class, each class that I teach is different. Each class that we've had here at Bethany Lutheran is a little different. We've had our, our brainiacs, we've had our sports maniacs, we've had our, our, our very people who work very creatively, We've had our public speakers. We've had people that are ready for the ministry (laughs) and ready to to maybe go on being pastors and teachers. In this class, I think it's interesting. It's six individuals, and there's half of you that are giving us some very creative presentations, which I had the privilege of seeing your creativity through these last couple of years. (laughs) Some of you on your sermon notes as you draw me some very interesting pictures. (laughs) maybe illustrating the word for that day Uh, others I think you'll you'll see that in Sammy's presentation with her watercolors one of which made the cover of your bulletin for today and we're going to be showing you incidentally her presentation you'll also see down uh, in uh, in, in the fellowship hall when we go have our reception and celebrate all that God has done over these past two years. 
Also, Shannon, who, also, who is just very quick, she knows all these music lyrics and can just pop them out, you know, just say, you know, like nobody's business, but, and works in that creative side as well. Uh, and Elena, who's going to sing for us for her presentation, of course, music is just a part of her DNA. It's how she communicates with people. Uh, so, you know, we have those individuals who express their faith. And thank God for students who make those connections. That, yeah, the faith is a part of who I am. This is how I communicate. The other three of you, Danielle, Catherine, Isaiah, uh, believe it or not, I think that all three of you have exhibited over these past couple years some real leadership. And I think you, that comes through in the presentations that I heard you practice on Wednesday and that you sent to me. I know, Catherine, that probably surprises you most of all. I haven't, we've, we, you've been splitting time. You've been worshiping more with Grace Lutheran because that's closer to Woodbridge down where you live. But I think you've developed that way over the last couple of years. And if I hear the, what you're, you know, I'm always listening for the way that it works out in your life and, and knowing that you're uh, you know, a, a leader on the hockey ice as well as here in church is really something. Uh, Danielle became a little bit of a ringleader uh, in some cases, you know, keeping other students in line <laughs> through Confirmation Club. Um, Isaiah had this position where he was a chaplain for this, uh, this club that he was involved in, and I, I started to see a little chaplain save. See if you can sp- spot that in his presentation as well. All these things are just little ways in which God works through your personality, the things that you love, the things that you enjoy, the gifts that he has first given to you. And as I said toward our last class, you find where your heart is, where your joy is, and find where that intersects with the needs of the world, how God is working out here in the world, maybe through art and music, maybe through the way that you can lead people and inspire people. That's what you look for, and there you have the calling that the Holy Spirit. Today is the rite of confirmation where you come up here and we ask for the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit has already been given to you in your baptism. Some of you were, was it, for most of you, I guess it was when you were a baby. I remember doing this one over here just a few years ago and you were able to say those words on your own. Well, today you're going to add some words to those baptismal things. Do you believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? And all of you, we're going to be praying for the Holy Spirit to empower you, to come down with power today. Not that the Spirit hasn't been given to you in baptism, it has, but as we live and as we go through our life, and at this particular moment in your life, we want the Spirit to come to show you what your calling is, what your vocation in your life, where, where the Lord is going to work through you and empower you to do those very things. Just do me a, a quick favor, will you, all of you who are here in that front pew, just stand up for a moment and just feel the ground underneath your feet. I mentioned before that every class has its own personality, has its own gift, it's technical Greek term, charism. If you have a charism, you have something to offer to the body of Christ, to the, to the church at large. And I think one of the gifts that you have that I really saw come out over these past couple of years is that, and and as as we were challenged this year, and as you've been challenged in your life and in the church, I noticed how all of you found 
your footing. Where you're standing right now, if you can think metaphorically for a minute, is your faith, the firm foundation of your faith given to you at your baptism. And what baptism does is it connects you with your faith in Jesus Christ. Already you are clean because of the word spoken to you. The word is Jesus Christ who suffered and died for your sins. And because he has cleansed you, because he has renewed you, because he has done those wonderful things in your life, as you stand on this firm foundation, now you're ready to go out. If you could, turn to the congregation just for a moment. This will get you warmed up for a little later. (laughs) You're ready to go out here and into the world with a renewed heart and mind to be able to have that testimony in word and deed that Christ is risen. As you have experienced that hope in the last two years, now you will be empowered to share it with the world. You may turn around and sit down. Congregation, one last charge to all of us. As I was putting these words together, I was thinking to myself, what if? What if, as we go through our process of renewal, each of us, had to pick a verse or use our confirmation verse that was given to us and do a presentation like these confirmads are doing today. Each of us were here at Bethany. What if we had to come in front of the altar, say our, our scripture verse, renew our commitment, and then be up here to say, this is what my faith means. This is what it looks like in my life. What if it were you up here today? What if it were me? First of all, I'd have to remember my confirmation verse, (laughs) which my parents chose a long one. Has to do with being built and rooted in the firm foundation. Therefore, you've received Christ Jesus. And now, now live in him. As you have received Christ Jesus, live in him in him from Colossians. Be rooted, be built up, be strengthened in the faith. If I had to come out here and share it now, what does that mean to me? How has that lived in my life? Well, that's interesting. I thought about that a little bit and wondered what if it, what if it were me? What if it were you? What if each of us had to do that again in our lives as a matter of renewal and commitment? Something I think each of us should think about as we go into our renewal, because of course renewal doesn't, isn't just strategizing, fine-tuning, making our congregation better. Just as these young people had to grow, in some cases change, in some cases be challenged, and in all cases stand being rooted in the hope that we have received, we also go through our lives in the same way. Where we get challenged, we need to find our footing and know where our hope lies and have First, as that foundation of faith of what Christ has done for us. Already you are clean because of the word spoken to you. You will hear the word in our gospel lesson for today, and we will hear it again as presented to us as these young people renew and recommit in their faith. And I pray also, Bethany Lutheran, that we do as well. In Jesus' name, amen.
Good morning. I'm Sammy Anderson. This verse that I chose is from Psalm 46, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. What this verse means to me is when you're in trouble, he is there for you, physically by when you fall and hurt yourself, and mentally when your thoughts and other people's words affect you. I did three watercolor paintings to creatively express what this verse means to me. Everyone will interpret different things in these paintings. These paintings represent my faith in God. The painting you see on the cover of your bulletin represents hope because of the colors against the dark background that represents dark times, and the bright colors represent good times. My name is Danielle Cutler. For my confirmation project, I chose the Bible verse, Psalm 37, verse 39. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. This verse means that the Lord is always with you. Anywhere you go, he goes. Even though you can't see him, he's watching over you. The Lord has a strength the average person doesn't understand. Once you start believing, and even if you don't, he shows you how strong he actually is. When things are too overwhelming for you or you just can't take the pressure, turn to the Lord, and he'll be there for you. Some people think that you have to see to believe. I disagree. Although there are billions of people in the world, the Lord helps us all at the same time. We don't realize how great he actually is. In conclusion, the Lord can help you through any situation and will be there for you in tough times and happy times. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, and he is their strength in time of trouble. Psalm 37, verse 39. Hi, my name is Shannon Cutler, and I did Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2. The verse is, I lift up my eyes up to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I chose this verse because it made the most sense to me and I could connect to it well. I could make many connections and it applied to my life in many different ways. In the future, this will help me when I'm in need or in doubt because I always have trouble believing in other people and things that I don't have proof of. Even though my sister just said that you don't test the Lord, I have a problem. I struggle with testing the Lord. This connects to my faith because I always question about why or how, and if you don't have any evidence, how do you know for sure? To me, I've always struggled with believing what other people tell me about, the God, about God. Faith is something I struggle with, but I always end up believing because whether he's there or not, you always have to take the benefit of the doubt. And my confirmation presentation, I will be singing a song called Thy Word by Amy Grant. This song is based on the Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. This verse means a lot to me because this goes side by side with my faith. Lately, with the struggles I've been having with my family, friends, and school, it's been really hard to find my parallel walk with Jesus. I really want to thank Ms. Lehman because she really helped me find my place in my faith. His word is my lamp, and his, light, his love is a light to my path. Here is thy word by Amy Grant. to my feet and a light. 
as long as you are near Please be near me to the end Thy word is a lamp unto my feet And a light unto my path Hey, thy word is a lamp unto my feet today is Romans 8, 38 through 39. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I chose this verse because it really related to what my family and I have been going through lately. Last year when my dad got cancer, it was very hard. But the love of God was like a rock holding our family together. No matter how hard we try, we are all sinful and not perfect. But if we confess our sins, God will forgive us and love us unconditionally. No matter who our rulers are, including our president, governor, and elected officials, we should pray for them and know whatever decisions they make will not separate us from the love of God. I will remember this first when the trials of life get in the way of my faith. I will remember that absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God. And I know when I die that I will spend eternity with my Lord, because that's what God promises in his word. This verse means a lot to me, because I know that wherever I go in life, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Thank you. I have chose 2 Corinthians 5-7 for my verse, verse for my confirmation project. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Why did, I chose this ver- Why did I choose this verse? Because it is special to me because I have reflected on it for a long time now. I believe that we see the life of Christ in the people, and not, not in the people, but in the faith. As people, as you see in the images, it shows children and people praying, keeping their faith in church alive. I believe that we see the death of Christ in abandoned churches People burning down churches, people burning crosses, and people with atheistic beliefs. Things that are all not good. I believe, I believe that we see the resurrection of Christ through our face by the death of believers. 
When people die, they go to a better place. Faith leads you to heaven. And a special thanks to everyone who has guided me through my religious journey. Thank you. Almighty God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you the new birth of water and the Spirit and has forgiven you all your sins, strengthened you with his grace to life everlasting. Amen. <laughs>